Hey. Okay, so I know that you know that I'm obsessed with drinking coffee. Cold, hot, I love it all. If you're like me and you cannot get enough of that delicious manna from heaven, then you need to get on the Life Boost because here's the thing. It is amazing coffee. It doesn't it's not bland. It's jam-packed with flavor. Currently, B and I are drinking the Boston Cream Donut jealous you should be because it's delicious but it's also really good for the planet so it's not just good for your taste buds your tummy it's also good for the planet it's 100% organic and free of harmful additives and you can feel good about what you're putting into your body and it's fair trade which means that the farmers who grow it are paid a fair price for their hard work so if you love coffee just like me and you want some boston cream donut coffee or maybe um my favorite summer one which is the coconut one and or the s'mores or both together i don't know get wild with it am i right okay then you need to go check out life boost lifeboost.com and you can save yourself 20 percent. however what if it is like you don't even like coffee and you're like shh i hate it then i say to you you're wrong but it's okay to be wrong once in a while. Tell you what, you take our code and you give it out to the first five people and I guarantee you at least one of them will be like, oh my God, an angel. Thank you. And they will leave praising your name. Our code is unmasked. That's U-N-M-A-S-K-E-D to save 30%. Not all heroes wear capes. Are you feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Maybe you haven't quite woken up from your long winter hibernation that we're all trying to come out of. You're not alone. But exciting news. We have the perfect solution. Our sponsor, A Place to Float, is equipped with the most amazing tanks for your sensory deprivation needs. Okay, imagine this. You're in a warm cozy tank completely weightless and free from any external distractions your mind is clear your body relaxes and you find inner peace or maybe you do what i do and just lay there and wonder about the whole what you're missing out on but you know what you fall asleep and it's also fine why not give it a try honestly whether you're dealing with like chronic pain or anxiety or you just need to unplug and recharge, A Place to Float has got you covered. Their chambers come in all different styles to fit your needs and their friendly staff will make sure you are comfortable and relaxed every single step of the way. Trust me, shout out to all of them. They are absolutely amazing. Shout out to Brad. We love you. So give it a try. Trust us. Once you experience the magic, you will wonder how you ever lived without it. And while you're at it, Use our code UNMASKED to save yourself 20% on our first float. That's U-N-M-I-S-K-E-D to save yourself 20% on your first float. In a world of ordinary, it's time to unmask the extraordinary with UNMASKED, the podcast. With your host, Brandon Zimmerman. Welcome to UNMASKED, the podcast. I feel like you're my nose member, just about everything about me. Eye candy of the night, 100%. <laughs> and Sarah Zimmerman. I want to be on the back end of RTV and just like, k -k 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 -k. Right. Um, I saw Amanda Nunez and I'm pretty sure I fell in love with her. I want to just be her.
It's time to unmask your true potential. All right. Welcome to Unmask the Podcast. We're here with Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt, UFC vet, tough alumni, Roxanne, happy warrior Montefiore. Yay. What's going on, Roxanne? Thank you for having me. I'm excited, and I like your Dragon Ball shirt. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I, yeah, the, the first time I watched you on Tough, I was like, she likes Dragon Ball. I'm going to really like this person before I even watch you fight. <laughs> nice. So we are so, so excited to have you. And we have to ask you, you are the amazing Roxanne Monteferi. And like, what is your origin story? All good superheroes have one. So what kind of like got you into fighting? I mean, like what even did you start with jujitsu or where did you even start? I wanted to be a superhero, specifically a Power Ranger. So I did Taekwondo when I was 13 and I continued from there. I wanted to try all kinds of martial arts. So I did Kempo Karate and then I did Judo when I was in high school and Judo is a sport. It's a sport where you can compete. So I started competing and not so much out of aggression or I want to beat people up, but just to see what I could do with my skills. And it kind of progressed from there except like I didn't want to be violent anymore. So I went from this phase to punching people to not wanting to punch people. And then all my judo friends became jujitsu friends. They got me into jujitsu and I thought, this is great. I can make people tap out without causing them pain. And that was kind of actually how I really fell in love with jujitsu. I, I liked that I could submit somebody without injuring them. And uh, my jujitsu buddies uh, got me into Uf the UFC. I said like, oh no, that's too violent. And they were like, come on, Roxanne. And they started training it. And of course I wanted to be teammates still. So I, I trained it. And then I, I thought, all right, you know, I can, I'll just hit them to make them fall down and then I'll tap them out. This is a great plan. <laughs> so that was kind of my plan for the rest of my fighting career, really. I love that you were like, I don't want to be violent. And then made this amazing name for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and now, and now I'm enjoying not punching people in the face anymore. I love that. That's totally fair. So what, um, I guess, when did you start? When was your first fight then? I went to Japan as a student in college, and I told my jiu-jitsu gym sensei, like, hey, I'm interested in fighting MMA someday, someday. He said, okay, boop, 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 boop. how about next month? And I was like... Really? Like, have, have you even seen me like train? Like, yeah, you're fine. Oh, 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 okay. You know, this was back in 2003 oh, where, man. you know, you just train and then you go, like <laughs> you don't train for a fight. You just fight. So I was thrown in there and I happened to win. So it was good for oh, me. And yeah. so then you got bit by the bug after that, or was it just Love it first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I had been doing grappling tournaments before then, so I knew what it was like to compete and it was pretty much just like that, except I got hit in the face and then panic, panic dove for a takedown and I got it. <laughs> yeah. You go, I don't want to do that anymore. And uh, <laughs> I, you know, back then it wasn't, you, you didn't do martial arts for a living you know, it was your hobby. So I proceeded to get a degree in college and I got a job and I did it on the side until the ultimate fighter came up where females were accepted into the UFC. And we realized, Hey, we really can make a living from this. So that's when I decided to go full-time. So we're, um, what organization were you fighting for before you went on the tough then? Let's see. Uh, when I, before the ultimate fighter season 18 i was in japan and i was just fighting for whoever i wasn't signed to anywhere so i fought for jewels in japan 
uh, Cage Forest in Japan. Let's see, MFC in New Jersey. I fought for them. Um, a bunch of K King of the Cage had a pro card, like a bunch of just random ones. Okay, cool. So Strike Force, <laughs> fought for Strike Force. Yeah. Don't want to forget that one. <laughs> okay, super important question. Did you want to be your own Power Ranger color, or were you like, I really want to be like the yellow Power Ranger? My own color. I don't know. I didn't really love any one Power Ranger. I just liked them in general. So yeah, like I, <laughs> like, I just want to be on the team. They can assign me a color when we get there. The purple. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Wait, so that, was, that was my initial goal growing up. As I said, when I grow up, I'm going to be the Green Ranger. Which I I haven't made that goal yet. I'm still working towards it, but. <laughs> Toast. Yeah, I think I, I think I got to become a Power Ranger in my career. Yeah, you, you so. pretty well did. Yeah. Um. So what was, what was the hardest thing about being on Tough then? Like, because I, I, you know, it's like we were so glued to our phones and everything. Now it's like it's just not having outside contact or what's. Um, the hardest. It well, I went. I was on two seasons. So the first season, two, it was Tough eighteen. Misha and Rhonda's season in the year 2013 i feel so old spitting out dates like this anyway <laughs> that was like last year it's fine don't worry about it it's 10 years ago i know <laughs> let's let's not talk about it okay uh the hardest thing was my were my injuries i was so beat up like my back was hurt my shoulders were hurt my neck was hurt i thought to myself am i going to be able to train for this and i think my training partners were often irritated at me because i didn't want to go hard because everything was jacked up and hurting and then i lost my first fight so um they brought in like a massage like a therapist but the people who were still in the competition got first dibs because they were still in the competition and I had lost. So I was like, whatever, she's just the training partner, but I was jacked up and I never, ever got to see that person ever. Cause there was a line and then we had to go home. It's like, cool. Um, so that my body was the big deal for the first season. And then for the second time I was on, it was tough 26 in 2017. I was, healthier, very healthy. I was in great shape. I knew how to keep myself in shape. Um, my skill level had gone up. Um, that one wasn't that hard. <laughs> it was not hard. Um, I brought in a, uh, an origami book with me cause we're not oh, supposed to bring okay. books, but you know, if it was origami, you could do it with, you know, your people. Okay. So I, I was allowed to bring that in, you know, um, I was winning. Like that was a good one. I enjoyed that one. That one wasn't hard. Okay, so you'd say the second season time you were on was probably an easier. You had a little bit more idea of what to expect and everything. Mm -hmm. One negative thing was that I couldn't control my type of training very well. Like um, they told us to do strength and conditioning, but I am very, very picky about that. Like I need things a certain way, you know, um, and we had a massage scheduled like Friday morning and then our strength and conditioning was Friday afternoon. Why would you do that? Yeah, like, I, right. I feel good now. I'm not going to go train. Like I messed, yeah. I tried it once and I messed everything up. Um, so I didn't want to do that. So, but I wanted to do it in the morning when I felt good. And when we had a day off, but there was the backyard. So I basically like lifted a rock over my head. I did the pull-ups on the trees. Like I did like old school Kame Senin turtle hermit style. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that. So that was annoying, but I may do, you know? Yeah. And Justin Gaethje was my coach. He was awesome. He took our 
requests into consideration you know we said like oh we want to do more sparring rounds he was like oh all right we'll do more sparring rounds or we want to do this he's like all right we'll try to adjust so he was awesome justin i love justin gaethje he's yeah. a good guy oh that's awesome well i, I never met him so that's good to hear <laughs> yeah yeah do you so how because i didn't get to watch either of the seasons i um but like what was the like overall like temperature of that place like was it constantly like people butting heads or was it just like i mean because i mean watching reality tv and living reality tv are different so i mean it had to be interesting especially being in that first line of ufc women what was that like like did you guys ever talk about how you guys were making history i mean that's to me you are all like like the power rangers i want to be you know so it's really interesting to be able to talk to you and be like hey (laughs) how was that in tough 18 we were very conscious that we were making history and you know for those of us who lost we use that to comfort ourselves like all right we lost but we're part of history you know um i got along with almost everyone so that was good for me i you know i didn't butt heads but i saw but heads being butt (laughs) um I made friends with the other team more than my team. I was in the Rousey room. They like dubbed me their honorary Rousey associate girl. I love it. Um, and and then that was the mixed season with the guys and girls. Well, they've done that since then, but mm. that one was a little rougher. I think personalities bashed a little bit more. And then in Tough 26, um, most people got along with everyone, including their team and the other team. So that was more like a big training camp party (laughs) not a lot of not a ton of drama it's only a little bit that's good that's good are you still do you guys ever just like hang out still or you guys do you just are you still in contact with people from there well actually uh, when i was training at syndicate we got a bunch of the gaichi team to come and train it first started with who did it start with gosh i can't remember who it started with but nico visited uh, Emily Whitmire joined, was there for a long time. Um, my goodness, not Montana, not Rachel, um, blanking out now. I invited Deanna Bennett to come train with me as just to help me train for a camp, just out of friendship. She was on the other team, but that's okay. Oh, Lauren Murphy. I've, I've, I've kept in touch with Lauren Murphy a lot. Um, um she, she was Eddie Alvarez's team. And then she came over. Um, to Gaethje's team in the season, in the season, she real Lauren Murphy really helped me in my last retirement fight. I just got to give a shout out to Lauren Murphy. What an excellent human. Um, She's awesome. We fought actually. And then, but we were friends on the show. We ended up fighting like a year later. And then another year later, I asked her like, Hey, can you please come out, help me train? I I need you to help me train. So then she did. Uh, I think we did that a couple of times and that was awesome. Um, we don't, we're, we all in different parts of the country, so we don't really hang out too much except for the, those times, but yeah. That's so cool. I'm just, I mean, it's really hard not to like, <laughs> like beat each other up and then not become like really good friends. It feels like you're like, I just punched you and you just punched me. And that was really fun. Yeah, now we're home. It depends if you're, if you have animosity or you're smack talking, or are you just being a competitor? That is true. That is true. Which you have made a name for yourself for being this very happy, you know, happy warrior. And I love that. It's so refreshing to me. Um, What is it like? What 
spurred that for you? I've always been a very positive thinker. Uh, it might be just my personality or the way my mom instilled thought process into me, but uh, I guess just always trying to look on the bright side of things. I wrote a book, by the way, um, on Amazon um, or whatever. Yeah, I wrote a book about <laughs> it. Um, my 10 favorite ways to think positively. And then a fan on MySpace gave me the nickname Happy Warrior. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So I, I kept it. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking years and dates, and now you, you mentioned MySpace. And I'll think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So they, gave you, so they just gave you the nickname Happy Warrior, and it stuck, which I, I mean, it definitely just describes you to a T, I think, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, so honestly, I think my favorite, like, I know like you don't, you never really talk to a bunch of crap or anything like that. You always walked out and just like, you know, did the stare down. But my favorite thing you ever did was, I, I think you did it more than once is when you came out with the Super Saiyan hair. <laughs> I thought that was so dope. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm impressed that they let me do it. I just yeah. said, because uh, you have to write to Reebok and tell them what you're doing and why and justify it. And you get their written permission. Like it was a process. Um, I don't know if you've heard about other fighters getting denied their stuff and complaining about it. Really? No. Yeah. Like masks. Um, I think they wouldn't let, uh, Amanda wear her lion mask anymore. Oh, um, and other things too. So when I said, Oh, I'm going to wear a wig. They said, why? And I was like, Oh, individuality, <laughs> you know, they, they, because it didn't say super saiyan on it. So who knows? Right. I'm right. going to know. So I got away with it. <laughs> Go me. Hilarious. Yeah. But if you know, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I guess it doesn't surprise me that they would try to say you can't do certain things like that. But I mean, like, I don't know. Reebok doesn't have a wig like that. I mean, so. <laughs> Dude, so sorry. So do you know Luffy from One Piece? Uh, yeah, I know of One Piece, but I've heard of, I haven't been able to watch it. I mean, I know it's okay. like the longest running anime of all time. <laughs> True. Okay. I have a little so, ways to catch up. So Luffy wears uh, knee-high blue jeans and a, oh my gosh, a red vest. And I forget what kind of shirt he wears, some, a shirt. And I wanted to, I have Reebok clothes that color so i was going to wear jeans that have no brand on them my red reebok hoodie and i forget what color shirt he has because now he's shirtless and i can't think of what his undershirt and they said no and i was like why it's reebok they said for my weigh-ins he's like oh that's uh that's last year's model you have to wear this year's style oh my goodness i was like you're just being a jerk now like come on that would be so cool if you let me do that like just whatever (laughs) well they clearly get the shit out of that because they're no longer with them so (laughs) thank you for letting me rant about that i've always wanted to rant away go on (laughs) you tell so i guess where did so you went over to japan as a student what were you studying japanese language and literature and linguistics Oh, nice. La, 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 la. <laughs> Language, it's, literature, yeah. and linguistics. <laughs> it, it's pretty amazing. I mean, my child loves, like, she's definitely would love to go over there, study, teach, all of that. Um, now you are teaching? Yes. Now I am teaching English as a second language to immigrants and students with student visas. 
So they have permission to be in this country, either as a spouse or a worker or a student. Okay. Wow. And does it have to be specifically Japanese that they, so that you can communicate in their native tongue or is it anybody who needs English help? At this moment, at this moment, so not, well, well, when I was in Japan, I taught Japanese English, but now in America, I'm in Vegas. So we have a lot of people from South America or like Mexico, Colombia, Cuba, um, and we're not allowed to speak in their native language anyway. So it doesn't matter. Um, it's better if I don't, <laughs> cause then they can't like tell me along the side and I have to say, oh, no, no, don't use English, yeah. which has actually been a problem that I'm going to have to punish them tomorrow, but that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, how do nice you punish one. your students? Hmm. I, I have trouble. I'm the nice one. Like this is the problem. So I, my husband said, come out, mark them absent. And I was like, oh. My husband's the the hard, harsher one. I'm gonna listen to him now. I'm gonna do it. Wish me luck. I'm, I'm like two strikes. You're out of the classroom for ten minutes. Uh, the best of luck to you. I teach elementary, so I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, you're so cute, and I don't want to hurt. Like, I don't want to make you sad. <laughs> oh my gosh, so dude. I, I was I was substitute teaching for a couple of months before I got this job, and I was a helper in a first grade or kindergarten classroom. Okay, and. A student was being ornery and teacher, he teased me or something. And I was like, stop that. He's, and then I turned away and he threw an eraser at me. Oh, and no. I was like, like, do you know who and then I he, am? And then, and then he poked me and I was like, are we so, fighting? Like, am I allowed to like block? Cause I know you're not supposed to touch the kids. Right. <laughs> and I was like, what do I do? Like I could throw him over my head. Like Literally. in jujitsu class, I would like grab him, but I want him. I want their so parents like, to be like, don't mess with her okay like don't Listen. throw the throw ra- rehearsal or erasers at her just don't okay and i'll so tell I, you why later so i quit that job okay fair <laughs> so much respect to you for that like i just i wasn't trained properly like i didn't know later on the teacher said you can take away the recess you can give send to the principal you can mark them like all right i didn't know that Whoa. being a sub's hard <laughs> Yeah. yeah being a sub is no joke you have literally Gosh. you just like walk into a shark tank basically at that point yeah. yeah yeah anyway so that was before so now i have thank thank thankfully i have this lovely morning job teaching adults who are not going to throw stuff at me well, why not? Yeah. um and i forgot your initial question no <laughs> it, it doesn't matter that's okay that's great um are you still teaching kids jiu-jitsu then Yes. So in the morning I teach English and then in the, in the evening I teach kids jujitsu. Okay. Where are you teaching at now? It's called tribe fitness and martial arts. Okay. Yay. How long have you been teaching the kids? Uh, I've been teaching kids in general since I got back to the States for, from the ultimate fighter. So like, gosh, 10 years. Wow. That's so fun. I did it for a couple of years and I was teaching Muay Thai and I'm like, okay. (laughs) that's enough of that (laughs) yeah i uh, I did get yeah i found that a lot of um parents were just dropping their kids off for for 45 minutes of free time and they didn't really want to be there which made it really hard but when you had like that one or two kids that that really wanted to learn and was like asking questions like okay this is kind of (laughs) cool did you have a helper rarely (laughs) <laughs> that's the thing like if you have a helper oh it's so much better it Absolutely. is so be like you're crying serena go help the crying child i'm gonna <laughs> teach the other kids 
Yeah, I I taught jujitsu to our kids here, and it was really fun. And I did luckily have a helper, but like the days that I didn't, I'm like, all right, everyone, we're doing square drills today. Like, chill and sit down. <laughs> what is their favorite like game that you guys play with them? They like zombies. So that means one kid is on their hands and knees bear crawling and everyone else can run. And if the the kid who's the zombie tags one of the runners, they have to go down on their hands and knees and then help catch everybody. Awesome. And it's fun. But then one time I played and when you have like a horde of bear crawling kids at you, you're like, ah, like it actually feels like you're going to get eaten. (laughs) I wanted to scream. Like I was yelling at them, stop screaming. But now I'm like, ah. <laughs> so we do zombies. That's not really jujitsu related. I could have them tackle each other. Maybe dangerous. Um, the other game that we like to do is they sumo. signed a waiver. <laughs> sumo. So we have the kids take their belts off and make a circle, and then they get in the middle and then have to push each other out of the belt circle. Or if their knees touch the ground, they're out. So it's king of the hill. So then the loser goes out, and then I call the new person in. Nice. Oh, that's so. Fun. That's so fun. I love <laughs> yeah. it. So I I I have love watching your like reels and cool. I have to say this because no one can see me putting it in air quotes of you being like this good wife. They're hilarious. It, <laughs> you it, really like them? Puts, it puts me to shame, honestly. I'm like, oh, look, she's sleeping. I should also. <laughs> I, I'm the good wife. Yes. <laughs> How? What is your your husband doesn't fight, does he? He does. Okay, he hasn't yeah. fought for a while, but he, yeah, he okay. fights. That's so nice. Do you guys, um, I mean, do you guys spar a lot? So just going back to the wife thing, I don't know. I feel like I was an eighties kid. I was born in 82 and we females were raised to like be, be educated, woman power, go get a job. No one ever told me about how to be a wife. My mom taught me to cook a little bit. No, I learned sewing and home ec. Like, I don't know. I feel like. My, like we were taught like some women get married and become housewives but good women go out and get a job and I'm like all right so now that I feel like I'm a wife I'm like wait a second I have these things that I can do and I maybe I should be doing them so I'm like discovering what it is to be domesticated and I don't know I'm having kind of like a very interesting like well who's gonna clean the house if my husband's working all day and then I train and then he's exhausted I want to help so like I don't feel like I was ever, it was, it just kind of blows my mind that I don't feel like I was really taught how to be a wife and I'm excited because I like learning things. So I'm kind of posting my journey on learning how to be a woman, you know, like on Instagram. (laughs) And I think men aren't given the whole, I'm not going to get into the whole men aren't given enough credit thing, but, but I'm excited and I think it's fun and I want to share how much fun I'm having with you guys with my wifey videos because I'm so excited. Like I was wondering if I'd ever find a husband because I was always training and busy the whole time. And I'm like, man, when am I ever going to find like a boyfriend? Like I haven't, I hadn't dated in like decades, you know? Um, and then I have one. So I'm like, oh, I'm just counting my blessings and I'm excited. So that's kind of where that is. And, you know, he, he used to train more and now he got like this, this job where um he's a plumber and he has to wake up at 4 a.m oh yeah and it's awful it like makes him so tired so he hasn't trained as much uh so i feel bad about that but so we're actually supposed to have a training date today so maybe but he's still sleeping (laughs) poor guy (laughs) but i'm glad i hope he's still sleeping he needs sleep 
Yeah, all my friends that I've talked to that are plumbers are like, oh, yeah, it's great. I make all tons of money and work 60 hours a week. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, 60 hours, that's so much. You know? Yeah, I would like all of our listeners to take a moment and remember who built the buildings that we're walking through. Um, you know, yeah. he's working on the Fontainebleau Casino and they're building the kitchens there. So if you ever eat at the Fontainebleau, he probably put in the kitchen. Okay. So, so we thank, thank you. you. Thank the plumbers, thank the electricians, thank the construction yes. workers. Like yeah. I live with one, so it's hard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they, I, they put in a lot of time, definitely. I think too, like the interesting thing about like being a good wife for me, it wasn't even like, oh, what can I do that all of the other housewives are doing? It was literally just like what you said was like, I appreciate him so much. So what can I do to help him? And just be a good partner because I know you're putting my needs first. So I should, I also, that makes me want to put your needs first. Like, mm-hmm. what can I do to make you feel like, you know, I've got stuff taken care of if you can't do it and vice versa, you know? Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe because I think too, like, it's so interesting that you are like, you see it from the, like the eighties point of view is like, go out and get a job. Where is my, like, my mom was very much like, you need to be a good wife. And I was like, I really pushed back on that because I was the one who was like, I want to be like an independent lady. I'm like, I don't want to need a guy. But then when I finally like got married, it was more like a, I can do it on my own. But the fact that I have you is this awesome partnership, you know, and like, you don't have to do it on your own. Right. And you can also have different roles. Like I really do like doing like building things and, you know, putting stuff together and you're really good at making sure that like things actually get done. Cause Mm -hmm. ADHD runs real hard in this family. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. So that's so cool that you guys are both fighters. I love that for you. Me too. Okay. So what else do you do in Vegas? I mean, it sounds like you're really busy. Me personally, what do I do in Vegas? Um, Oh my gosh. So the other day I invited my best friend Serena over for dinner and she's like, okay, yeah, great. Thanks. Um, can we like go do something new? And then I realized like, I always invite her over for dinner. I'm like, am I old? Does this mean I'm old? (laughs) Like, Cause you know, I'm tired. I train, I come home and play video games, watch anime. Um, yeah. I don't want to go hiking. Hiking's big in Vegas. I hate hiking. Um, going to Lake Las Vegas, going to the beach, like fake beach. Like, I don't care about that. Um, she wants to go to a video game bar. Like, uh, okay. It's, you know, 40 minutes North. Sometime we can go. It's like, um, <laughs> we used to go to the drive. movies. Huh? <laughs> That's kind of a drive. Yeah. I get yeah. It. Um, we like going to the movies, but now I'm like, that's like f- the whole day. That's like five, four hours in one day, like getting there and then watching and then coming back. It's like, all right, well, I have other things I could be doing in that time, but I don't know. So movies, I'm a big movie person. Um, I've been cleaning the house lately on the weekends. <laughs> so, um, yeah, my life, you know, there's tons of stuff to do in Vegas. I just haven't chosen to do a lot of them <laughs> that's okay that's well, okay i get it. watching ufc every weekend yeah basically yeah i mean because that's that's what we, we end up doing it's like we invite friends over we're like do you want to come watch the next pay-per-view i guess <laughs> yeah that's why well, i like to do that 
Yeah. Um, usually, yeah, it's like have a bonfire in the backyard, eat s'mores, watch fights. It's usually what ends up happening. <laughs> and when you High work, five. Yeah, right. <laughs> and when you, I mean, yeah, we work, we both work full time. We both also train like right after work. And it's like, that's five, six days a week venture. So then, yeah, by the time it's the weekend, you're just like, can we just sit somewhere? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was feeling, I almost got, I feel like I almost got sick the other day because I was just on the go, on the go. I working, I trained a little bit. I taught my lessons. I came home like, ah. and then uh, I said, okay, I had to do this when I was fighting. I'm going to schedule a time. So between 2.30 and 3.30, I'm going to watch One Piece. So I laid down and I watched an episode and then while the credits were rolling, I thought, okay, I'm going to go put away some laundry. So for two minutes while the credits were rolling, I put away some, from some laundry. And then I said, like, maybe I should go put away. No, lay down. And I made, I made myself lay down. Just, the hour's not over yet. And I felt great. Like sitting, <laughs> laying down. Like that's, I feel old. <laughs> it's an underrated activity. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, with, with life being as busy and everything as it is, like, do you have any future plans as far as like maybe doing some jujitsu tournaments I know you did that uh, that match against Daniel Kelly a while back. Are you going to do any more super fights, maybe? Or, um, you know, I don't have a burning desire to be in the spotlight anymore. But I do want to do a gi tournament, and I just learned there's a tournament in June or July, the American Nationals. So I'm considering signing up for that. Okay, nice. cool. I mean, I get it. Yeah. You, you did that for over 20 years, so you probably don't, probably tired of it, right? I mean. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I was thinking about it because I, I put it out there that I want offers. And then one of my training partners said, Oh, fight to win. They'll pay you. And I just started visualizing like performing. And I felt like, ah, like that pressure, like I'm done with that. Like I was so stressful. Oh, I don't yeah. wanna... I'll do it for more money. Like if you pay me, I'll do it. But I just, I'm not like looking for it. You know, yeah, not seeking it out. Yeah. Well, it's, it's exhausting too, especially when like, you're like, the one of the last like matches of the day you've been sitting there for six hours waiting. And <laughs> yeah. So you said you have a book. How to be positive. Okay. Mental training by the happy warrior. I love it. I love it. So I noticed the other day that on your Instagram, you were like, man, I was really feeling down and like, I just need to be positive. How do you flip yourself to that? I mean, what is that mindset? Because for me, I end up in a loop of negativity until I can like almost get out of that environment. So yep. what is it that you guys, that you do for that? I've discovered a method. I'm so glad you asked. Um, right after I made that post, I opened up a word file on my computer and I wrote down negative things and I underlined it. And then I started listing the negative things that were on my mind to get them out of my mind onto the paper. For example, um, like my husband didn't sleep well and didn't feel well. That made me sad. Um, we're struggling to find a house. Um, my, my hip hurts, my knee hurts, a couple other things. And then I wrote positive things. I can go on forever. And I know this. So I wrote down first thing I can walk. That's almost my, always my first thing because in high school I hurt my back and I couldn't walk for two days. So I experienced that. So I wrote, I can walk. Uh, I have a nice car. I'm living in a nice rental house with my husband. I have a husband. We treat each other well. I can do jujitsu. I'm doing jujitsu today. Um, I have a nice laptop. Oh, hi, honey. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he woke up. Um, um, he seems happy now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, 
I just kept going on and on, you know, I have a nice car. I, I like my job. I had a surplus of 500 bucks this month. Yes, um, yes. I have yummy food in the refrigerator, like anything, even like minute little things, but just listing them brings your attention, you know, to them, your conscious attention to these little things that maybe you didn't, you took for granted or, you know, they're there, but you're not really thinking about them. Right. But just bringing all of these positive little tiny things to forefront really helps me get out of my negative mood. So I had acknowledged those negative things first. I put them on the paper. And then by the time I got to like 20 positive things, you know, I was like, all right, I have some good stuff. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to continue on my day. And it kind of like lifted my mood from where it was to just neutral, you know, and then I could go. I love that. I think the idea, like, instead of just being like, no, I'm just going to focus on the positive. The key too is also acknowledging that you do have these negative thoughts. That's awesome. Yeah. And Cause you can't not helps. think about something. Right. But yeah. Too, you listed like maybe, you know, I don't know, five or six negative things and you had like 25 positive things. It's like, okay. I've got a little more to be thankful for. So maybe, you know, that's a, that's a good way to look at it. Cause I do have yummy food in the fridge too. I'm, I'm right. Gonna... There you go. <laughs> food is one of my big, big motivators. <laughs> I, 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 one day I want to go to Japan too. One day, and I was, I was telling her, it's like, I, I want to fight there and I want to eat the food. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like the culture, the food and, and, and martial arts are like the three, like big things that, and I mean, Side note, if Tokyo Drift exists, I would love to be a part of the CSAT, but. <laughs> when we first started dating, he was like, you have to watch Dragon Ball. And I was like, all right, roger that. So I started with Dragon Ball and Kid Goku is literally like what I've always wanted to be. What got you into all, uh, like what got you into anime? Dragon Ball Z was on TV when I was in sixth grade, sixth grade, no, eighth grade, middle school. And I just started martial arts and I wanted to get stronger to beat the bad guys up. Right. And that show was about training to get stronger and fight the bad guys. Cool. So I started doing push-ups, and I, I got really inspired by the characters. And then, you know, I started liking the characters and just kept following their lives. Then I saw Sailor Moon on TV and this, I said, Oh, this looks just like Dragon Ball, which it doesn't, but you know, it's anime. So I recognize that <laughs> to an American kid, probably. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then just kept, kept following other series as well. Cause I liked the hardworking, you know, warrior spirit kind of aspect of it. Yeah. I, I think Go- like kid Goku is truly like what I've always aspired to be. Cause he, even if he loses, he's still like, that was awesome. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I want to be that. Yeah. yeah. Character. Sorry. Your favorite character. Piccolo. Piccolo. Yeah. Why? Why Piccolo? Um, because he just he's he's got it together. He's intelligent. He knows what needs to be done, and he's a leader. And I like that. Especially after. Like when when him and Goku fought Raditz at the very like the very beginning of the series, and then he was mm-hmm. like Gohan under his wing, and I mean he was like he was like the tough dad. I love all the memes they have with him too, where he's like the the stepdad that like yep. <laughs> yeah, and Goku's like I was kind of there, <laughs> and then like the comedians are like Gohan's real dad, <laughs> right? Okay, what then is your superpower? 
what do you think my superpower is? I mean, honestly, I feel like you have so many, but just being positive seems like that amazing thing that you are so good at, aside from fighting. (laughs) I think you're right. (laughs) Oh my gosh, you're amazing. We will not take up any more of your time. Your husband just woke up. You should go spend some time with him. Enjoy the day. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for being here. It was, yeah, super awesome getting to talk to you, like- yeah. It was really nice to talk to you guys too. Great. Yay.